Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulus and Father Zach Kowski every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up Studios. Heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, around the globe, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. I am Joe Stopulis, along with Father Zakowski. And today, I'm joined by... Father Zach Kautsky. Good morning, as Joe. my guest. Uh, we're going to discuss for uh, on the second segment. You just got back from the March for Life, and really want to dive into the March for Life. Uh, learn all about why you keep going back, why millions of people keep going back, uh, and get your takeaways from that. But before we get to that, let's start in prayer. Absolutely, and we pray for everybody on this Martin Luther King Day uh, for safe journeys and for uh, safety in that cold. So let's begin our day in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord of all life, you, entr- you have entrusted us to the care of one another and called us to be one body in Christ, to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. Hear our prayer today, especially for our brothers and sisters who have lost children to abortion. Help us to understand the pain in their hearts, to be a living sign of hope for them, of your welcome, of your mercy, and your healing. And help them to be courageous during their process of healing Never allow them to feel alone, and always refresh them with the presence of your Holy Spirit. And we ask all this in Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Father, a lot of updates in your life before we get to the the bulk of the conversation, the March for Life. Uh, it's kind of the, the farewell tour. The farewell the, tour. The Father Zach farewell tour. Uh, back in December, you had your like final Mass at Dowling, and your hooray, like, let's... Laud, Father Zach, right, all they were all done. clapping. As, <laughs> all so as I ecstatic, out, it was throwing hats ovation. in the air. Yes, and this, um, and uh, yesterday at Saint Augustine for the second Sunday of Ordinary Time, I had my last masses, which was that was really special uh, just to have the masses there and be able to properly thank everyone. That was primarily what I was doing yesterday was just thanking everyone and also asking just forgiveness for anything I might have done to. Uh, you know, not be a sign of Christ to them. And so we had two receptions as well. So a lot of uh, shaking of hands and just great conversations with people and just a really beautiful time. We have a lot of young families over at St. Augustine, yeah. and so it's always a lot of fun. One little prank I did was that I uh, parked my car in front of Father Pichute's garage, and that is like his pet peeve. He does not like when people park their cars, and so after him like complaining about it so much, I finally just did it yesterday on my last day. That's a good way to go out. I appreciate that. And he appreciated it, I think. <laughs> so how many years were you at St. Augustine? I was there for eight years. That's awesome. As a, okay. kind of a weekend associate. Yep. There's two other priests there, so I, I kind of help out That'd with be emotional. Say by, say oh, by the family. You know, you always have a lot of great memories at a, a parish, lots of highs and lows, uh, some of the big funerals we've had, and so many weddings and baptisms, and... Uh, just great families have come to know. Uh, a lot of Dowling families, but also a lot of families from other schools. So uh, I will definitely miss the people of St. Augustine. Yeah. Well, another update on our end. Uh, we had interviewed Father Shequin uh, a few weeks ago. Well, actually, that the interview took place like around Christmas break time, and it aired literally the day after his father died. So his dad, his father died, and we just wanted to make sure we continue to pray for the Shequin family, uh, for Father Trevor and the repose of the soul uh, of his father. Uh, and today... 
is a great saint in the church. We want to make sure we don't uh, leave out St. Agnes, uh, a, a really great example, uh, especially for young women. Uh, do you have anything to say on St. Agnes? Yeah, St. Agnes. So when I've been to Rome, I've gone to St. Agnes Church, and she's buried in St. Agnes Church. She was uh, born in the 3rd century, and uh, she was uh, from a Christian family, a very beautiful young woman, wealthy family. And there were a lot of a lot of men that like wanted to marry her, you know, so she was always kind of being pursued. And she always kind of said, Jesus Christ is my only spouse. Like I want to belong completely to, to Christ. And so, uh, there was, there's a story kind of a legend. I don't know if it's true or not, but that a young man, uh, she turned away, became so angry that he turned her, uh, turned her into the, to the authorities. And so she was, uh, we know that she's a Christian martyr, um, she's a patron saint for young women, especially buried inside the, uh, church of St. Agnes in Rome and also in, which is in like the Piazza Navona, one of the main squares of Rome. And she's, again, she's a patron of young girls, also a patron saint, I think a good one for chastity, uh, for rape survivors. And when you see an image of a young woman with a lamb, often that's, that's her, that's her kind of, her symbol is the the Lamb, St. Agnes. Yeah, so St. Agnes, pray for us. We're going to head to a short break, and when we do get back, Father Zach will be joining us uh, as the guest to discuss the March for Life. So stick around. We'll be right back. I want to thank McDonald Imaging Solutions. They are sponsors of Man Up. If you were at the State Fair this year, they were the ones who provided the new tents and the Pope on a Stick fans that we used. McDonald Imaging Solutions is a family business with thousands of promotional items to choose from. They do things from labeling to marketing, printing, and provide all kinds of promotional products. Marty will personally help any business, big or small, to build their brand with corporate apparel and promo items. McDonald Imaging Solutions. Building brands, attracting new customers online at McDonaldImagingSolutions.com. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. My Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis along with Father Zach Kautsky and really excited about the conversation, Father, that we get to have today. We, When we were scheduling our uh, kind of our month, we were discussing the opportunity that you know, we knew you'd be at the March for Life on Friday uh, and that this would make a great opportunity for us on then a Monday morning while it's still fresh in your, uh, in your head to do a show on the March for Life. So obviously I've been a friend of yours for some time and I know that you tend to go to this thing with frequency. That's right. So I've been to 15, I believe. March for Life, and every year in January uh, to mark the Roe versus Wade decision, hundreds of thousands of people, mostly young people, descend on Washington, D.C., and the goal really is it's uh, 
to pray for an end to abortion and uh, pray for an end, especially to legalized abortion, of course. So you see in Washington, D.C., many, many young people there uh, praying, supporting the cause of life, and really trying to, to stick, take a stand. And I think that's really our goal is that when we see an injustice, when we see a great evil, uh, just knowing that millions of children have been murdered in the womb uh, before they were allowed to be born, we really have an obligation to speak up and, and step in and and take a stand, make a testimony there. And so I think just that testimony of that presence, that, that prayer, that joy uh, of those, the people being there as we celebrate our faith and we stand for life is is a, a very powerful thing. And so I had, uh, along on the trip, uh, I had two good friends of ours, uh, Taylor Bennett and Nathan Jameson. And I understand we have Taylor on the line. We got Taylor on the line, which is a... Uh... What a treat. We didn't think this was going to happen. Taylor, how are you doing, brother? <laughs> hey, I'm great. I'm great. Just stepped out of our uh, first first doctor's appointment at uh, ROB with my wife. So. Well, what a what a good, for this topic, no better doctor's appointment than to have than a, uh, a baby doctor's appointment. Uh, uh, no doubt. Perfect segue. Yeah, we just uh, just had the first ultrasound, so everything's all good. We got a due date of September 14th. Congratulations, man. That's my Thank sister's birthday. It's my, it's my sister's birthday, September 14th. So this will be your, your second. You have Brooks. Brooks and yeah, he was September seventh. So we we might we might have a couple birthdays on the same date even. Very good. Well, I think we all have our our different reasons for why we go to the March for Life. Do you want to talk a little bit about why you've chosen uh, to go on the March for Life? Yeah, it was my second time, and it, I just it, I don't know. In the last couple of years, I've just felt very passionately, especially as we've started our family and grown our family, about how important it is. Um, to, to stand for something that, that I believe in. And I've always believed in, in being pro-life. My parents raised me to be pro-life and we would do different events. And, um, it's just something that I've, that's kind of burned inside of me to, to take a stand on. And not that I'm like, I mean, I love my kids. I love kids, but it's, it's more of just the feeling. And I, Matt Burke said it, um, very well last, uh, last year, um, at one of the pro-life dinners. The Islands, Islands for Life dinner. Yeah. Yes, at the Islands for Life dinner. It, it's just the right thing to do. It's like you just said, um, you see an injustice, and it's something that you want to fight against. And it's it's mostly for me, it's just that's what's right, and that's the right thing to do. We are killing off, it's, it's genocide. And um, it's, it was so great to just see so much passion there from so many young people um, that just come from, from all over the place just for a couple of days to be in D.C., and... Um, to all stand for the same cause. So, what do you guys? What are the big takeaways you're getting out of this? Obviously, there's you're you're going there to make a stand. You're there, there to be part of the the movement. But what are you getting? I mean, are you are you feeling just a raw emotion? Uh, I'm just kind of curious, as a guy who's never been before. Uh, what is kind of the lay of the land on what how you guys feel coming back from this thing? Yeah, I would say it's raw emotion. Then sometimes, you know, I, I told Father Zach this when you're when you're in Des Moines and you're like, okay, you know, you see a lot of the same people, pro life stuff. I thought it was just great to see how many people are actually just as passionate all around the entire country, people of different ages, different groups. Um, and just to know that it's not just right here. It's not just right at home. Sometimes it, it seems like on the national stage that this issue, it's just that there's not as many people that are, that are as passionate about it um, as you are. But then you get there and you're like, holy cow, there's hundreds of thousands of people here that all made this journey um, to be here. So you know that there's, millions and millions of other people that weren't able to be there that feel the exact same way. Yep. 
Yeah, Taylor, you being a father and an expectant father, once again, you know, I think about the just the the great beauty of life uh, that you know we here in Jeremiah, no life is an accident. That God kind of knit us together in our mother's womb. That He formed us. That He knew us before we were born. And so I think I think especially your witness as a young father, you're 30 years old. You know, you have you're professional. I think it's a great witness to see, especially obviously women, but especially young men who are fathers taking that stand. Just wanted to ask you a little bit. I know you were at the, we went to the vigil mass for life the night before the March. You want to talk briefly about just that experience at the national shrine of the Immaculate Conception? Yeah. I, that's one of those experiences that, you know, there's like, there's like big time mass. I think we talked about it afterwards that you get like psyched up for as a a priest, I'm sure kind of, um, as, as, it's as like a super, Catholic it's myself. Like super bowl. <laughs> it's a super bowl of mess. <laughs> it's kind of like the super bowl. And so, just, you know, Nathan, you were, you had to be there early, like an hour earlier or so. So Nathan and I were just hanging out in the back and, you know, it would have been absolutely packed before that. And the, the lower church, um, was, was just filling up like crazy too. And people all throughout that time. So we were just standing there and you could just see just, just great vibes. Um, from everyone there and that, that people knew that it was going to be that pack and they'd have to stand and be in a cramped area. Um, but still, but still wanted to participate in that mass. Um, and, and like we said, I mean, uh, Christmas, Easter, um, and that mass are, are up there for me. Um, it just feel, it just feels so close to God, but, but while you're with that many other Catholic people that are, that are willing to, to come there to celebrate mass too. Um, it just makes you feel a really, really great community of, and amazing um, to see, uh, for me, to be with 300-plus uh, 300, 300 priests <laughs> and uh, so many seminarians and religious sisters. But then, yeah, you were mentioning just how packed it was. There's the largest uni- church in the United States, Catholic Church, and so there's room for 10,000. It's standing room only. So there's yeah. in excess of 10,000, mostly young people, like high school and college students. So it's just really overwhelming to process in and just see all these faces and uh, these people uh, as we're – kind of marching for life. I think it's, you know, it's primarily a, a prayer vigil. It really is a battle for, for hearts and minds. And thankfully that the science is on our side, mm-hmm. you know, that as technology develops, we have, you know, very vivid 3d images of babies in the womb. And so it's getting, I think really, really difficult to, to dispute that. Well, this is a person, you know, I, I, I think it was Shapiro. I, I think it was who it on, at one of the speeches, I, I tried to listen to the speeches for the March for Life, and he said, "If and I think I've heard Rubio say this as well, but if if you found what what is in the womb on another planet, we would say we discovered life on another planet, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a, and but <laughs> because it's in a womb, it's it's a choice. Where again, it, it would be the greatest scientific discovery in the world that we found that in Mars, and people go nuts that we found life on Mars. But because of the mental gymnastics that the other side takes, they can somehow." convince themselves otherwise. I actually had a great conversation. This was on Saturday night. Uh, I was uh, socializing with some people. and um, Good friend of mine, strong Catholic woman, um, we were talking about her, her grandkids that are going to be born pretty soon. She pulls an ultrasound of them. I'm like, you know what? Isn't it just amazing that, that people can say that this isn't a life? And you're looking at the face of the ultrasound and all this. She goes, honestly, Joe, I used to be pro-choice. I said, really? She goes, and then, this was back in the 70s. She goes, when I had my first ultrasound with my baby, I just... I couldn't believe that I ever held the position before. So to your point, 
as the technology continues to get that way and we can change our minds, we're on the winning side. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how quickly we can we can win. And I think deep down, most people know the truth. They understand what they're doing, but they don't want to be faced with it. And I think there's a lot there's a lot of anger directed at the pro life movement. We don't always do everything perfectly, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But I think deep down, most people kind of are resisting the truth and uh, that support abortion. That uh, maybe it's it's a matter of not wanting to see. Maybe it's a matter of just kind of being uh, ambivalent and kind of trying to shut their eyes to what they kind of know to be true. And so I see a lot of just anger directed at the, you know, there was a story, we don't have to go into it, but about high school students that ended up that they were being attacked for their beliefs by different groups of people at the March for Life. So I think, uh, Taylor, as you, you come back, is there anything you would tell people how to promote life, you know, how to promote the, the pro-life cause back here, maybe people that didn't go to the March for Life? I would say uh, just kind of standing up for it in, in your daily life. I don't know. It's It's been something that's kind of just consciously been on the front of my mind um, ever since I kind of decided, like, this is I want this to be one of my things in life that I, that I truly stand for day in, day out. Um, so I, I think just, just also getting involved in volunteering, um, making it making it known that you're pro life and not not succumbing to to media um, and other like bigger groups. It sometimes it's not the coolest thing to to be pro life, but um, but you can always make a stand and and stand up for life uh, I, when given the opportunity. Yeah, and I think uh, one of our big jobs too is to refrain from judgment and to see every person as worthy of dignity and and wanting to you know, walk with them, as you say, you know, every conversation we have or every day to be aware that every person has that dignity. And even if they don't agree with us or they s- support uh, abortion, that we want to help them. We want to help their soul. And so we do the best we can really to pray for them and, and walk with them. I think uh, it's easy to kind of fall into a trap, I think, of the devil, which is that we start hating people or we hate them because of their beliefs. And so I think our, our temptation you know, we we can counter that with, yeah, keeping that that prayer going, keeping those good works, like you say, being involved with with different organizations, but ultimately loving and caring for every single person, you even one, those that are unlovable at times. One of the other things that when when we we as Catholics are called to from conception to natural death to, to help people throughout that entire process. So while we we are adamantly on the front lines of the pro-life movement helping babies just to be born which is amazing we have to have the conversation to enter into the world but then that also that second conversation of all right now they're born what are we as catholics doing to help make sure these people have the best chance to live a a good holy life and i there's so much in des moines uh to your point that we can take away there are so many great organizations i think of intervisions i think of catholic charities so many great organizations here in uh in, in des moines that are doing front lines work uh, so get involved with them. Support those. Support them with your money, but support them with your time as well. Um, and and really get involved in this. This is this is the civil rights movement. I don't know of our time on Martin Luther King Day. We're sitting here talking about a, an absolute travesty that's still going on in the, the world today, and what we can do. And obviously, Taylor, thank you, uh, Father Zach, thank you guys for going out and, and witnessing uh, for that. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Um, it, it was a blast. And yeah, anyone that ever has a chance to go out there, it's definitely worth it. 
Well, stick around. We're going to have a short break. Taylor, actually, uh, is one of the guys. We're going to talk about XS90 quickly on the other side of the break as today's day one. And this is Taylor's first day one. <laughs> so we should bring him back in the next you, segment. Can you hang on for the next segment? Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll have you on the next segment. We're we'll head to a break. We'll be back shortly. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Looking for a family doctor? Vitae Family Cares physician Greg McKernan, a DO, has practiced for 27 years seeing patients of all ages. Vitae is Latin for life, and as a pro-life physician, Dr. McKernan is certified in NAPRO technology. Located at 50th and I-235 in West Des Moines, VitaeFamilyCare.com. Hi, this is Marty McDonald with McDonald Imaging Solutions. It's been my joy to support Iowa Catholic Radio's new event tents and the Pope on a Stick fan used at the Iowa State Fair. McDonald Imaging Solutions, building brands, attracting new customers. McDonaldImagingSolutions.com Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis, along with Father Zach Kouchke, and we were lucky to get Taylor Bennett in on the conversation on March for Life. We didn't think we'd be able to get him. We got him. Taylor, are you still there? I'm here. Oh, look at that. You're in, baby. Um, So today... In addition to being Martin Luther King Day, is also the first day of Exodus 90. Uh, I've gotten a lot of questions because last year it was January 1st, which is a nice clean date. Everyone's like, why are you starting it on a Monday on January 21st? Well, because 90 days from today is Easter Sunday. And as Father Zach and I learned last year, when you can, mar- when you can map them together, it really makes for a very fruitful Lent and a very fruitful Easter season as well. Uh, and so, Taylor, today is your first day. What I'm going to do is our listeners are probably sick of us talking about Exodus 90, but that said, we've got to, we've got to make a plug for them. I've heard this weekend that a parish in Davenport, Iowa, has got 85 guys and women doing it. That's incredible. It's, it's just yeah. nuts. My brother told me this morning that he has uh, his brother-in-law, who's somewhere in, in Illinois somewhere, he's doing it. I heard of someone in Florida. So it's, it is starting to spread all over the place. So quick overview Cold showers, no alcohol, no desserts or sweets, no eating between meals on Wednesday, Friday, no sodas, no sweetened drinks, no movies or television, uh, only music lives sports or only music that lives the soul to God, no televised sports, computer only for work, school or essential tasks, no major per, uh, no major purchases, uh, deleting unnecessary apps on your phone, regular exercise, regular meetings, holy hours. Uh, and a full night's sleep. So I, I deleted Snapchat and Twitter apps last night. Yeah, and it, you got to do it. I kind of feel a little bit free. Yeah, doing already. That. Taylor, what are you most scared about, and what are you most excited about? Oh yeah, I've said from the beginning. I've I you know playing sports my whole life and stuff. I hated icing my arm, legs, anything like that, ankles. I would avoid that like the plague. And cold showers in the morning. I'm just deathly afraid of, like, I've had a pit in my stomach for the last three months since October, telling my wife every day about how afraid of it I am. So I took a, a, a really, really hot shower late last night and then this morning. Guilty. I did 20, 20 seconds. Yeah. 20 seconds of just uh, of cold shower. Think morning. of all the, wa- all the water you're going to save, Taylor. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bills are going to be way lower now. I, I was with Kelly Wolf last night and I picked him up from his house at 8 p.m. Like, God, I'm not going to lie to you. I just took a really hot shower <laughs> knowing this was coming. Uh, and then this morning, same thing, about 20 seconds is about how that works. Yeah. So you are scared to death of the cold showers. That's good. Uh, most people seem to think that is the most frightening portion of it. Uh, but, no, I, I, I think and you've already been in our group um, for a while. Uh, you joined just after XS90 last year, so you had to avoid the pain and agony of XS90 last year. But I think the fraternity seems to be the most important thing. Um, and so I just, I always encourage anyone that asks me to do it, you got to get at least a part. I mean, it just helps to have at least like one two or two other, other guys yep. to, to help go through this with. Cause I remember the first time when you were doing it, we were sending each other like funny gifs, like of free people freezing their tails off or whatever. Uh, and it just helps you to be able to like laugh and be joyful through the whole process. It is. And I think having that band of brothers with you as you're, we're all in this uh, faith journey and we're all trying to kind of have greater control over our will to be able to love the Lord and kind of cut away some of that, some of the extra stuff in our life that we don't necessarily need. So I think it's for us, it's kind of training of the will. It's increasing our willpower for sure. And I, I don't know about you, but I always think more clearly and, oh, yeah. and I think I'm more appreciative of different things. And I find a lot more time, you know, when, when I cut out some of those extra things in life, more energy and more joy, and more, I think, quality interactions with other people. You know, I have a quote from the article I wrote, and i got to say it. This is a quote from a guy who took up the the challenge last year who was not excited about doing it, but he did it. And he said, I've done everything under the sun to grow my faith. Conferences, retreats, pilgrim- pilgrimages, mission trips, degrees, small groups, books, more books, old ways, new ways. But nothing has made a more and deeper lasting impact than Exodus 90. Can't encourage our listeners enough. Again, you've heard us preach on it over and over again. Um it is. It's, it, it makes a difference in your life. Uh, and start today if you can. It's the, the first day. You'd end on Easter. It's a really great program. You can go to excess90.com uh, for more information to learn more about it. Uh, Taylor, we're excited to have you on, brother. Hey, appreciate it, guys. I'm pumped for Excess 90. Got a text from my, uh, from my accountability buddy, Ty Flood, this morning. So I'm, I'm ready to roll. I'm excited to do it. He will keep you accountable. You, <laughs> I can oh, yeah. I can assure yeah. you that. Well, thank you guys for joining us today on Man Up on IO Catholic Radio. For Father Zach Kautsky, I am Joe Stopulus. Time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulus and Father Zach Kautsky. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals.